0: Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. This is your weekly podcast delivering you the insight, ideas and inspiration to successfully change and transform in our ever-evolving world of retail. Enjoy listening. The retail landscape is continually shifting, continually evolving and putting us out of our comfort zone. And this can challenge us. It can cause us to doubt ourselves. It can cause us to have a crisis of confidence. And if we can't lead ourselves, how can we lead others, lead our transformation and lead our organisation? In today's episode, we're going to find out how. Thanks for tuning in to episode 279, number 279, of the Retail Transformation Show. My name is Oliver Banks. I'm your host. I'm a retail transformation specialist and a consultant working with senior leaders to transform retail businesses and operating models. I'm also the author of Driving Retail Transformation, How to Navigate Disruption and Change, which is out on the 5th of March, 2024. So not too long to go now. And actually, today's conversation is hugely important, but it's extra special because I'm delighted to welcome a fellow author who I've been working with very closely over the past year on our respective books. And so today's guest is Julie Smith. Now, Julie is a sought after executive leadership coach with three decades worth of experience, half of which was spent in demanding, fast paced organisations that of Mars and PepsiCo. Then in 2010, Julie founded Talent Sprout, a highly respected leadership consultancy where she helps both people and organisations to grow through coaching and consulting with senior leaders to grow their impact, support teams, to grow effective, supportive organisations, which ultimately, of course, drives the bottom line. Julie has a wealth of experience and she's harnessed that and poured it all into her new book, which is out now. And it's called Coach Yourself Confident. Ditch the self-doubt tax, unlock humble confidence. So I'm really excited to get into this with Julie and discover more about the book that we've been talking about for an awfully long time. (laughs) You can find out more about Julie over on the show notes page at obandco.uk slash 279 and you can pick up your copy of Coach Yourself Confident in all good bookstores. Now, without further ado, let's jump into this conversation with Julie Smith. Well, I'm really excited to be joined by Julie Smith. Julie, welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. How are you?
1: Hi, Ollie. I'm really good. Thank you. It's uh, it's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Well, I'm really looking forward to our session. We've been book buddies, co-writing our respective books for the past year or so. You've got your book, Coach Yourself Confident, which is now out in the real world. Big congratulations, a massive achievement. Well done.
1: Thank you. Yes, thank you for the congratulations and thank you for your part in it, actually, Ollie, because like you say, we've been book buddies and I think it's made an enormous difference having uh, you and our, the other part of our trio, Philippa, going through the process together and writing a book at the same time. It's made it feel really possible and made it feel more enjoyable as well. So thank you for that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's so exciting to see certainly your book out in the wild right now. Your book, Coach Yourself Confident, is an absolutely fantastic guide. And actually, before this session here, I decided to look up a bit of a dictionary definition about what is confidence as a a bigger term. And it was talking about the feeling that you can rely on someone or something. And to me, the word that sort of leapt out was around certainty. But in our current modern world, uh, it's often described as VUCA, you know, we're we're seeing a lot of volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. And given all of this VUCA and volatility and so on, where does confidence lie alongside that?
1: Oh gosh, I think that's a really interesting question to sort of point to the context in which we're operating and the sort of inevitable, unavoidable complexity, uncertainty High pace ever changing <laughs> et cetera etc cetera, that yeah is a backdrop for yes. all of us I guess I think I think it's really interesting so I'd, a couple of things come to me I think one is that perhaps that backdrop creates more of a need to for confidence, so for us to trust ourselves to find a way forward to make a decision to
0: Mm.
1: take a next step because there's something a bit you know sometimes even intimidating or a bit scary about the the context as you describe it but at the same time and maybe this 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 sort of talks to levels of confidence at the same time I think there is a real risk of being overconfident of overconfidence in an uncertain and changing situation so actually you know i could argue it would be really crazy to feel a sense of certainty that i i understand this situation and i am making the right decision i am making i've set out the best strategy and now we're going to you know kind of crash on and deliver it that that might sound like confidence and sound like certainty in my thinking, but actually, it's it's unwarranted confidence because I think it it underplays the reality of there not being a right answer in this kind of VUCA world. It underplays the reality of things changing rapidly. So, what might be a a good and sensible next step today might turn out to have negative consequences or, or unforeseen consequences tomorrow. So actually, there's a sort of, it's probably quite good to steer away from a real certainty of certain that I, that I understand the situation, certain that I know what to do next, that actually a sort of a healthy degree of doubt or mm. uncertainty might serve us better.
0: Yeah, I love this idea of actually certainty delivers overconfidence. You know, we, we, we often sort of think about if only I knew exactly what was going to happen. Mm. But the reality is we don't, right? The last few years yeah. <laughs> told us that, if nothing else. Absolutely. But I really love the idea that actually we don't want to be overconfident. We don't want to know exactly what is going to happen. Yeah. Because... We will make mistakes in that respect. So it's mm. it's something that I think we, we need to be comfortable out of the comfort zone, so to speak. Yes. And actually put ourselves out there yes. in terms of learning new experiences, understanding new topics and so on.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: How do we best go about doing this? How do we best build our confidence given the uncertainty? Mm.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I think the you know, maybe we could define confidence as trust in self and, you know, confidence in uncertainty Mm. is then I trust myself. I I don't know what's going to happen. I can't know what's going to happen. And maybe I've never done this thing before or experienced this situation before. And yet I have a conviction that I will be, that I will be okay. That's not the same as saying I- I've got a conviction that I, you know, I can do it or no- I know all the answers. It's, it's more that I trust myself to navigate through
0: mm.
1: what's in front of me and come through it and probably come through it having learnt quite a lot of stuff. I think the other thing that, that comes to mind is the part of what I believe builds confidence is, you use the word comfort zone, and is, is I guess, stepping Out of that. So it's the sort of paradox that to build confidence, we need to act without it. So we might need to do something for the first time. We might need Mm. to put ourselves in a position where we feel anxious because we don't know. We haven't got the evidence of past experience to tell us that we can do this thing or that we will be okay in this kind of situation. And yet we take that step anyway. And I guess we take that step and maybe it goes badly and we learn from that and have another go because that in itself is a a confidence building step. Or maybe we take that step. It goes okay. We we go to, you know, it, it, it goes okay. It might not be brilliant, but it's a sort of a... It's forward moving in some way and then we gain some assurance from that 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 is okay we're we're kind of going that we can we can keep going i can i can step a bit further forward i can do this again i can try more and i guess over time it becomes part Mm. of what then is our kind of zone of of confidence or our comfort zone yeah It's really
0: interesting because actually it it really blends nicely into the world of failure, shall we say. Yes. Where, you know, we're we're talking about fail fast, fail forward and all these ideas. But actually, if we don't have that confidence, we don't want to put ourselves out there. And like you say, either it doesn't go well or it doesn't go as well as it could have done or as well as we'd hope. And actually, that means that both individually or as an organisation, we're not experimenting. We're not moving forward. We're not failing and learning yes and I think it's it's such a, a, a crucial skill actually when you start to think about it
1: yeah yeah absolutely I think the I mean I really pick on the, up on the word that you use there experimenting because that sort of has built into it certainly in the sort of scientific definition failure is built in like failure is desired that because we're we're experimenting to find out what works and what doesn't <laughs> um yeah so, and I think there's, I think you're absolutely right. There's there's a a big relationship between confidence and how we see, how we view failure. Yeah, I mean, there's lots to say on that failure. Failure. I think there's just something about the kind of whole yeah. idea that something is a failure or a success that is unnecessarily binary. You know, it, it's very rare that it's black and white.
0: I think we could dive dive down into that rabbit hole for sure. Yeah, um, I think it's a it's a really interesting thought. Actually, we may may come back to that another time, but but right now I want to take a bit of a pivot because one of the terms that you use is right right on the front cover of your book. Actually, is is the idea of self doubt tax, which I really like the idea of. Explain to us what is a self doubt tax.
1: Yeah. So I guess this is my way of articulating the cost that can come with a lack of confidence. And I took so mm. that's the that's the idea of a, a tax and I talk about it being levied in a couple of different ways. There will probably be more, but in a couple of different ways. One is that if we if we doubt ourselves and we allow that doubt to stop us from Taking an opportunity or putting ourselves forward, whether that's like sharing a point of view in a meeting or whether that's applying for another job, whatever it might be, we are paying the self doubt tax in the form of missed opportunities and potentially unfulfilled potential Mm. that we don't, you know, we don't realise our potential because we're stepping back from things, we're allowing that. That voice of self doubt mm. in our head to 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 lead us to step back from things. So that's one way that, in my mind, that is a that is a tax. It is a a negative impact on us. Um, the other way that it can be levied, and the one that I certainly recognise in myself, is that our response to a, a lack of confidence is different, and and the responses that we compensate for. Our lack of confidence compensate for our self doubt by working exceptionally hard and you know maintaining really high standards. Maybe over preparing as a matter of course, over delivering every brief wherever given, every objective we're mm. ever given. And there, you know, in some ways that that works because results come, and often you, know, you might be recognised for that. You might be promoted. You might do brilliantly in your in your career as a result of those habits but the cost the tax is in exhaustion you know that that is a tax in overwork and exhaustion so that's the that's the idea
0: Mm. that's fascinating And do you see obviously we're all different um and we're all probably different at different stages of our lives and of our careers is there a is there a particular challenge that you see coming out when people are paying the self-tax most on on average I suppose? Yeah so
1: the first thing I want to say is just to agree with what you said at the start of that question which is you know we're all different and also the sort of idea of confidence ups and downs in over the course of our lives Um, Mm. whether that's you know because it's confidence ups and downs in work and different challenges and you might have a knockback you might have something that goes you know, it doesn't go well, you might be in a job that you don't enjoy, you might have a manager you find really difficult that can knock your confidence. You might have a project that goes brilliantly, and Mm. that boosts your confidence, etc, etc. So there's ups and downs. But there's also the ups and downs about just, you know, kind of life that losing a parent or becoming a parent, you know, some of the, the cycle of life can impact how we see ourselves can impact our confidence, our, yeah, the extent to which we trust ourselves both in and outside of work so I just wanted to kind of yeah say say that
0: I think that's really good because I, I, I think let's just take a really simplistic view of confidence because obviously there's a million things that go into a feeling of confidence mm. but even if you just take that sort of a, a very basic career path of getting promoted or moving jobs and we're going to say confidence is the same as our capability our yeah. ability to do our job even as you move through different jobs, you're going to go through this sort of sawtooth. Um, you know, you yes. build confidence, you know what you're doing, move jobs, get promoted, whatever. Suddenly, oh, I don't know what's... So you've got this sort of mountain range, yes. of this saw- sawtooth effect. But then, like you say, when you layer on the complexity of all these different things going on in our lives, in our relationships, based on who th- those that are around us and so on, it's a really complex situation, actually. And it how, how are we best navigate we may feel confident at one stage and yes. then even just a month or two later or even just a week or a day yes there could be something that rattles us and sends us down the other way it's it's fascinating area
1: absolutely yeah and the thing that rattles us can be quite individual right so you know some some people are uh, might be rattled yeah. by hierarchy so might be rattled by a, a, even a passing comment from somebody who's in a really senior position Mm. And others that wouldn't bother at all. So the things that rattlers are are different. I think there's something interesting. You know, the sawtooth thing that you just described yes. of sort of moving up. That it is possible. I think yeah. to move into to move up into an, a new role, which is you know it is it is new. So of course you don't know everything, and of course you don't yet have the evidence to to say that you can do it. I e you know i can point to all of these things that i did that demonstrate that i'm up to this job but i think it's possible to on day 1 feel a degree of confidence or feel fully fully confident that i am up to this that actually my mm. ca- my my capability is enough i am enough to be able to do this and and that i'm a, i think part of that is being okay with being a beginner like of course, of course, I don't know everything. Yeah. Of course, there will be challenges. Of course, there are things that I'll probably trip up on. There, there are mistakes mm. that I'll make because that's inevitable. I'm starting this job as a beginner. I'm not starting this job as a as an expert. And that maybe talks to I think something about our expectation of ourselves that is really fundamental in this territory. Because I think it's a much kinder expectation of I'm going to be. I'm going, to, I'm going to give it my all and I'm going to recognise that I'm a beginner. In fact, yes. one of the things I talk about in the book is that the idea of humble confidence, which yes. is the match of capability and confidence. And I talk about a humble competence mantra, which is, I am good enough and I can be better. And I think if we can think of that day one in a new job, I'm, I'm mm. good enough. I'm absolutely you know in the right place. I should be here and I can be better and I'll be better tomorrow and i'll be and I'll be better the next day because I'm learning and learning as I go. That's something that can kind of yeah fuel fuel confidence as a mindset
0: that's really fascinating i I really love that idea actually, particularly big big on continuous improvement so to speak yes. so I, I can be better you know as an individual as a team as an organization that that yes. really resonates. I love it,
1: yeah. So we're never finished, where well, there's always room for improvement. But I think it's, there's a, we can see that room for improvement as just, you know, opportunity and part of life, that there is always something more that we can go after, as opposed to seeing it as some kind of lack, some kind of, you know, I should be, I should be better. I'm not good at this yet. And I should be. Mm. That's the sort of more punishing voice of self-doubt that can, that, that, yeah, is diminishing and can get in our way.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a resetting of, or a reframing, I should say, of the expectations, really, in terms of I'm not good enough, but it's I could be better. It's just a more positive look.
1: Yes, yeah, it's a more compassionate look, I think.
0: Julie, I wanted to, to pivot just as we're coming to the close of our conversation, because one of the elements around confidence that I wanted to ask you about is its relationship to leadership, which, of course, you know a huge amount about as well how do we have confidence in others how do we inspire others to be confident in us as leaders
1: that's yeah that's really that's a great question so if I start with how do we inspire other people to be confident in us I think the this won't be a a full answer but the snippet that comes to me is there's something important about being real and realistic, so you know. In that, there is not pretending to be something I'm not, not pretending to have certainty that is actually impossible. So it goes back to to some of what we talked about at the earlier on in the episode about the danger of certainty. Mm. I think if it when a leader acknowledges, you know, this yes. is what I'm really good at, this is what I'm not so good at, and I'd really like you to step forward in that space and help me. Or when a leader acknowledges, this is what I, you know, this is what we know about the situation, then this is our best current thinking. And we should really put our energy behind it, and we should kind of remember that we might need to shift, we might need to pivot, we might we we need to to really notice What's the result of the, this strategy that we're taking? What's the result of the actions that we're putting in place? And learn and course correct from that, if necessary. I think the other part of the, so how do we inspire yeah. other people to be confident in themselves? Again, there's much more I could say on this, but what, what comes to mind is, one is genuinely believe in them and allow them to see that you believe in them and the second I guess maybe as a you know as a result of that belief provide individuals with a degree of stretch that just requires something of them that is just a little bit beyond what they themselves feel they are capable of and provide support so that that stretch isn't panic inducing but what that does is it it pushes gently, with support, the individual a bit beyond their current zone <laughs> of knowledge, their current comfort zone, and helps them to see that they're able to do mm. more. Yeah, maybe going alongside of that, really supporting, inviting the individual to assess themselves accurately, so to, to you know, talk about achievements, own their achievements talk about and own their strengths. I think that's another part of how a leader can help an individual to to access their confidence.
0: That's fantastic. So Julie, this has been such a fascinating conversation and I know we could go a huge amount deeper and of course you do in your book. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about your book?
1: Yeah, thanks Ollie. So as you said, the book is called Coach Yourself Confident ditch the self-doubt tax, unlock humble confidence. And I think the thing that I would want to just call out about it, it is that, well, it does what it says on the tin, i.e. it's designed to support you to grow your confidence for yourself. So it's full of activities, reflective exercises, things to try, so that my hope is it goes beyond a sort of, you know, interesting read about the topic of confidence to become actually a sort of useful guide, a useful yeah set of tools to make a real difference to how the reader might feel about themselves.
0: Mm. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. And of course, it's available in all good bookstores and so on. How can people find out more? How can they find out more about you? about what you do and how you can help them?
1: Yeah, so probably the the best place to go would be my website. My business is called Talent Sprout and the website is www.talentsprout.co.uk. On there, you can find more about me, my background, what I do. And there's also a page on the book that just gives a little bit more context and access to the first 30 pages so that you can have a a sneak peek read if if anything you've heard today sort of piques your interest.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. Julie, I want to say a massive thank you so much. There's been so many great golden nuggets in this conversation already and I know we could have just dived down a million different rabbit holes, whether it's about failure, leadership, so many different topics and I look forward to entering in those conversations separately. (laughs) But um, thank you so much for for joining me here on the Retail Transformation Show.
1: It's been a pleasure, Ollie. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, look forward to continuing those conversations. As you say, lots of things that we could go into further. And uh, yeah, maybe you and I can do that over a coffee.
0: Sounds wonderful. Sounds wonderful, Julie. Well, Julie Smith, you've been fantastic. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ollie. There we go, a cracking conversation there with Julie Smith, the author of Coach Yourself Confident. Ditch the self-doubt tax, unlock humble confidence. Her fantastic new book, which is out right now. Find out more about Julie on the show notes page over at obancouk 279. And whilst you're over there, you'll find some additional episodes from this podcast that partner up really nicely and will make an excellent listen to to catch up next. It's always great to go diving into the podcast archives. My aim with the vast majority of episodes is to make them timeless so you can come back to them in years and still find those rich golden nuggets. Also on the show notes, you can sign up for the Retail Transformation Briefing, which is my weekly email newsletter sharing the hot trends from the retail industry around the world highlighting key news stories and insights to help keep you firmly up to speed. So sign up for the Retail Transformation Briefing and explore much more over on the show notes at obandco.uk slash 279. I appreciate you tuning into this podcast. As always, thank you so much. If you're a new listener, do hit subscribe because podcast episodes come out every single week And there will be some special episodes coming out very shortly, too. So do stay subscribed. And if you're an existing listener, thank you, as always. And please share this episode with a friend that you know could do with a little pick-me-up, could do with a boost of confidence. Thanks for your support. And I look forward to joining you in another episode very soon. Keep transforming better. Bye for now.